This is Debbie, and welcome to another brand new episode of The Offbeat Life, where I speak to inspiring individuals who ditch the norm to live their best life and become location independent. This week, I speak with Elena Olick, who is the founder and managing editor of DailyMom.com, an online magazine that helps moms navigate through every aspect of motherhood. Elena was born in Russia and at a young age saw the gap between the classes. After witnessing the different lifestyles and the benefits of entrepreneurship, Elena decided to always become her own boss. She moved to the United States and has since become a serial entrepreneur since the age of 16. From owning her own insurance company, traveling the world as a content creator, to running an online magazine, Elena has done it all. Today, she is living in Florida with her daughter, Lexi, where she continues to run DailyMom.com and her personal blog, Every Avenue Life. On this episode, Elena shares how to zero in on your goals as a mompreneur and how to encourage children's confidence. Elena and I met during our trip with Vera Journeys in Mexico, and it was so amazing to meet her there along with so many incredibly inspiring women. So I hope you enjoyed this interview as much as I do. Hey, Elena. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining me here today. And it's amazing to meet someone like you at Vera Journeys because you have definitely been inspiring me with everything that you've been doing. Can you tell us what it's been like for you being here and for your team as well? It really has been amazing. It's quite a different experience from any of the other travels that I take. First of all, the fact that I have some of my uh, photo video team here. It's uh, really nice to have the girls here that I work with day in and out in person. It's also been quite relaxing where I was able to turn off my brain and not think about anything or uh, usually on press trips we run around and they take us from 6 a.m. to 11 p.m. and you're just exhausted and this we've had plenty of time to relax and think plenty of time to learn from each other and that is really really valuable to me. I think that's what makes this retreat so different from any others. You don't see just people with specific things. Like, we're not just influencers. We're actually entrepreneurs and businesswomen, and we learn so much from each other. You have been so incredible with all of the girls. (laughs) I'm so excited to be here with you. Can you tell us a little bit more about yourself and why you lead an offbeat life? Well, I am a uh, managing editor and owner of a women's publication, Daily Mom. Uh, we're online publication that offers women informative articles and brings value to their life. And my life is very different because, well, first of all, I'm not doing nine to five. That sets our jobs apart right away. And I travel. I run our travel column. So I travel about six months out of the year and I take my daughter with me. I also run a team of 20 to 25 women who work with me on Daily Mom. So my life doesn't really look the way an average mom with a five-year-old kid (laughs) would look like, hence why I'm here. You have this amazing company. When you first started your company, what was it like as a parent? And I know I've talked to a lot of moms and I worked with parents as well, and it gets to be really hard to blend both of them. How were you able to reach your first steps or your first goals when you first started this company? 
Yeah, it's absolutely. It's very, very, very difficult. Um, and I think that's what keeps a lot of mothers out of businesses is because they can't imagine having the time to do it. But it really comes down to passion. So when I first started, I was already a blogger. I, I could call myself a mom blogger at that time. But this was, I wanted something more. I wanted to create something that was bigger and that was helping women rather than there was something about me. So I saw a niche for Daily Mom where everything out there online that I was seeing, it was all about entertainment and entertaining people, you know, or celebrity gossip, all this fluff that doesn't really bring anything to your life. And I, I was a busy mom. Uh, my daughter was a very difficult uh, newborn. She barely slept, even by newborn standards. <laughs> and if I, wanted, if I were to go online and read something, I wanted it to be educational. I wanted it to teach me something that applied to my current life. And I couldn't find anything that didn't have five to one ratio of celebrity gossip to educational content. So I reached out to a few friends of mine, some bloggers, and I decided to start Daily Mom. So the beginning was very tough because I did have this newborn that was a very challenging newborn. And I had to spend my whole day with her as a stay-at-home mom. Didn't have any time during the day to work. And then as soon as I'd put her down to sleep, which was at 10 p.m., I would sit down at my computer and I'd work on Daily Mom till about 3 a.m. with lots of interruptions of her waking up every 30 minutes. And I did it for about six months. I mean, obviously, I was sleep-deprived. And the other thing I did is I took anything non-essential out of my life. It was necessary. It's not necessarily good for you, but it's definitely necessary because if you have a passion and you're building something, you really got to sacrifice something. So I sacrificed gym time. I sacrificed volleyball games. I didn't really take care of myself the way we should, which I think is okay for a certain period of time. I didn't watch any movies. I didn't read any books. There was no entertainment. It was literally just my daughter and my business. And really that's what I think made me successful is because I was able to just zero in on my goal and also a passion. You know, I wouldn't have been able to go through all those sleepless nights, you know, four hours a night if I didn't have a passion for something, if it didn't excite me. And I think that's, I still continue to have that passion, that drive, but fortunately my daughter sleeps now, she's five or six, <laughs> and I don't necessarily have to work till 3 a.m. in the morning. That's a relief. <laughs> when you were doing this, especially in the beginning, what were some of the things that you had to do in order to get to the next level? Obviously have the kind of mindset where you're looking to grow. Um, like I said, I, be, I started as a blogger, so I could have stayed a blogger. I would have transitioned into an influencer, but it was wanting more. I think it like that's something that I've had with me my whole life is that desire to do more and that's honestly a bane of my existence because because I want to do everything and of course I am not able to because of time so I think just the drive it wasn't about the money because there was no money in it back then that many years ago it was more about the passion to do something that I really want to be creative to create content to bring a group of women together to collaborate because as moms we're also kind of lonely and we also seek a way to be productive because a lot of women stay at home and they, um, you know, they quit their jobs. Some of my team members are lawyers who have had to transition into being a stay-at-home mom. And that is incredibly difficult because you feel useless aside from just being a parent. So being a part of Daily Mom, for, that, for many of them, brought that creativity and that productivity out. It helped them be an individual rather than just a mom. You ask me what 
specifically took me to the next level. I think it's the passion, but also being able to delegate because as one person you can't do anything. So if you have to pay someone to do some of the smaller tasks, I always say you can't become a millionaire doing $10 an hour jobs. So you delegate the little things and you focus on the things that you can't do, the big picture things, you know, like being the strategist, you know, taking your, your company or your business to the next level. You've talked about what it was like in the beginning as a mom, as a working mom, and now your lifestyle as we see this, you're gorgeous and beautiful, so obviously you go to the gym. I hope so, because otherwise, oh my God, your jeans are incredible. <laughs> Can you tell us what your average day and week looks like now and compare it to the beginning? <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. The beginning was uh, pretty monotonous. It was, uh, you know... 12 hours, you know, 14 hours of being a driver, cook, and all the things that you have to do when your baby is young and when you're also building a business. It was just grinding, literally. So now my life, I laugh when I think about what my life looks now versus before. I mean, some people call it charmed. I think they don't really understand how much work goes into it on a daily basis behind the scenes. But I do travel a lot since as the owner of the company, I take the best part of it which is the travel so I do uh, travel features and videos and photos I've been a photographer and videographer for 14 years now so that really helps me when I'm home my day is usually me dropping off my daughter at school then coming back home and sitting down on the couch on my computer working non-stop until I have to pick her up and then I make sure that I have a, a long period of time after that just playing with her because I, I don't want my work that's not scheduled work to interfere with my bonding time with her and then six months out of the year so about two weeks of the month I travel whether it's with my friends or with my colleagues or alone or with my boyfriend who's also in this business with me and it looks like all we're doing is lounging by the pool or hiking waterfalls or repelling waterfalls while taking photos and videos and it is it's fun only because we actually enjoy this type of work we enjoy content creation so my life half of the year my life is a vacation but also work vacation my mom who lives in Russia so she doesn't understand this whole concept of of beat life you know she's like you know Elena what if you don't work like this anymore what are you gonna do and I'm like I am going to still figure something out to work like this like it's not a nine to five is not an option in this in this mindset so she doesn't understand she asks me like oh so you're in Mexico are you there on a vacation and I'm like well mom we've had this conversation many times no I'm not on a vacation but yes I'm vacationing <laughs> So I don't know how else to explain. I am, my job is to vacation and then work really hard when I come back. <laughs> this is why a lot of people don't understand it and why you do have an offbeat life because everybody thinks it's impossible to do. And then someone like you actually does it and they're like, oh my gosh, no, that can't be real. Something's not right here. Someone must be paying for all of this. And you're like, no, I actually work like 22 hours a day. So you don't understand. Right. This is why I'm getting paid this much is because I make it look effortless. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about all of the work that you're doing, and I'm sure you've run through a lot of setbacks. What has been the biggest setback that you have encountered and how do you usually get over that? Well, it's interesting you ask that because just a week ago, while I was at a trade show in Washington, D.C., our whole site crashed. 
the whole thing. And, you know, we have backups, so it wasn't a big deal, except for a backup decided that it wasn't going to back up our specific database on our server. So <laughs> talking about setbacks, yeah, I could come up with some more interesting setbacks. But the most real setback that we just had is our whole site crashed. We lost all content, seven years of content, about 4,000 articles, and we had no backup. So... I spent like a week in a trance state of trying to figure out what to do. We found a way to recover some of it. We had to literally manually copy things from cache. And that took us back about two months because our whole team spent a week just recovering those files. And now our whole team is going to spend several other weeks getting the files back and getting the articles back up and the redesign back up. I mean, we had to build everything from scratch just a week ago. And so anything new that was supposed to publish, it's now gone and we have to like kind of start our editorial calendar all over again. So what you do is you just say, oh, well, there's nothing we can change, nothing we can do about it. So we're just going to like take it from this point on and work really hard to get it back to where we need to be. That is your whole livelihood. That's what you do. This is your business. So for that to crash. And I think I did see that because when I saw your website and then I checked it again because I knew I wanted to interview you and it was down. I was like, oh my gosh, what happened? But it's amazing that you it's a, you, you have a smile on your face. You're good. You have Because you have no choice, right? I mean, that's it. You have no choice. You just have to keep going. When you're in this business, you get to meet a lot of people and talk to a lot of people as a mom, as an entrepreneur, and you give tips and everything like that. And I'm sure there's a lot of people that tell you different things. What has been the worst advice you have ever received? Honestly, the things that jump out at me mostly are discouraging types of advice because I'm the kind of person that really takes advice with a grain of salt because I would rather learn things on my own. And in the very beginning of my entrepreneurial career, um, I was a 19-year-old girl from Russia. I had just moved to U.S. about six months ago. Uh, prior to that. And I wanted to start an insurance business, an independent agency up in Ohio. And whoever I talked to, other agents or people in the business, they would look at me and they would kind of laugh. They would say things like, oh, come on, no uh, company, no insurance company will appoint an agent like you. And what they meant by that is you're 18 or 19, you're 19, you're young, you're a girl. You know, we get a lot of that because it's a very male-dominated business, especially that many years ago it was. You're 19, you're a girl, you have no experience, you just came from Russia. And that was literally the only advice I was getting from all of the people that I was talking to. And fortunately, I don't really care much about other people's opinions. So I went ahead with it. I blew all of the reps' uh, minds with, you know, my ideas and my plans, they had zero problem appointing me. They had zero problem working with me. Like, absolutely nothing. Not a single guy, and they were all guys, by the way, had any issue with working with me, despite the fact that I'm a girl, despite the fact that I'm 19, not am now, but I was 19, you know, despite the fact that I had no experience because they could see the confidence and they could see the type of person who can learn anything. 
And so that's one of the, one piece of entrepreneurial advice that I always just laugh at and roll my eyes at. And this, and I, I give it as an example because people will always do that. They'll always tell you you can't. And of course, I've gotten a ton of bad parenting advice. <laughs> that's like that's universal. Every mom gets bad parenting advice. I could I could talk for hours about that, so I won't get into it. So yeah, um, I would listen less to people who are negative, while still staying realistic yourself. Take constructive criticism, but but don't believe people who say you know no, you can't do it. It's just it's not true. You can do anything. And that's such a great attitude to have as an entrepreneur and as a person in general because you have to make your own mistakes. Other people's lives are so different than yours. It's going to be a totally different outcome for everybody. So you don't know. So nothing is impossible until you say it. It is. Can you share one productivity tip that has worked really well for you? I can share 10. (laughs) I'm like the productivity queen. (laughs) I have spent the last 14 years running businesses trying to improve my productivity. So a couple things fast that I would suggest to people who are looking to become more productive is I can recommend a book that uh, has very good tips. It's called Manage Your Life, Manage Your Time. I'm sure you'll link to it, but it's red cover because there's some other ones there. It has some great productivity tips. Also, I use and abuse Wunderlist. Um, I've tried a million to-do list apps and Wunderlist is just phenomenal. My current to-do list, and I am not exaggerating has 1200 items on it so one of the reasons why it does is because I to-do list every aspect of my life because there's so much going on my brain will literally implode if I try and keep it all in my head so I need to write it out I have a to-do list for my personal life for my business life for the video for the photo for everything you can imagine and anytime I get an idea in my head or something that I need to do even a little thing like oh hey I got this email two weeks ago I need to go check it I if I get that in my head I put it into my to-do list because then I can forget about it because I know it's on my list. The other thing is um, having like a catch-all of the to-do lists, which is, again, you just put everything throughout the day, anything that you can think of, you put into that catch-all. And at the end of the day, you kind of sort it into your other ones. One of my favorite uh, tactics uh, for being productive is separating all the things that you have to do into important, urgent, important, not urgent, not important, urgent, not important, not urgent. And that really gives you a good idea of what you need to be working on. Because sometimes we're like, oh my God, this is urgent. But is it important? Is it as important as those other items? So that's just a quick overview of some of the things that I do that keeps me productive. Also, I am able to really zone in on what I'm doing, um, turning off my phone, using the Focus app, which gives you 25 minutes to work and then a five-minute break. So I will work for 25 minutes, then I'll get up and I'll take that five minutes to like speed clean my house or cook something really fast or take a shower and like that ticking clock really kind of gets me going so that's just uh, but I could write a book about all the stuff that I have tried or do on daily basis I think you should (laughs) I I will think about it you should and that's another to-do list for you (laughs) when you first started how were you able to finance this career at the start and how do you continue to finance it today 
to be honest, I'm a huge believer in uh, businesses that have no overhead or a very small overhead. Um, that's why I would never go into retail. I, I attempted it because it was something that kind of excited me. But then I realized that with my lifestyle, I just I can't. So I, I used to have an insurance agency. I used to own a mortgage brokerage. Both businesses have zero overhead. This business, I did everything on the cheap. Like I literally did everything myself in the beginning until I started making money, and then I outsourced it. Obviously, you can't quit your 9 to 5 until you're making money. So you just have to, you know, a domain name doesn't cost much. It's 11 bucks. A hosting plan, you can find some for $20. It doesn't take much to start a website. What it takes is a lot of work. So I believe in businesses that I invest my time rather than invest my money because businesses fail way too easily in the first three years. And I've, I've experienced that myself. You know, I've, I've had plenty of failures as well as successes because that's how it works. <laughs> um, so I'm just not comfortable investing my own money into something that I know might fail. So I just invest my time because, you know, that's... That's something that I have, my time and my mental energy and my passion and my drive, you know, and it works out. What would you say to moms like yourself who really want to do something like this, but they're really afraid, they feel really overwhelmed? How can they get to a point, even the first steps or to where you are right now? Well, the first thing I'd say is come to the next retreat where I'm a speaker. So I will give you a great breakdown of exactly what to do to get started. But uh, an easy thing would be to follow your passion. So rather than try and conform to what is out there, you know, I want to be this way or like following Instagram celebrities and trying to repeat what it is that they're doing because it's working. You need to find something you're passionate um, about because if you're not passionate, then it's not going to go anywhere. It's just going to be another job. Once you find your passion and your niche, then literally just start writing or photographing. Start doing what it is that you are passionate about. And as you're doing it, as you're getting into that uh, flow, you start refining and improving. And I can't say more about education. I am a, a huge believer in just overwhelming myself with knowledge if I can. I read a ton. And yes, maybe some of the content does not get retained in my brain but that has given me such a wide knowledge of everything and if I want to go and zero in on something else I can always do that but you know just following your passion starting a blog if that's what it is or a photography business or an Instagram and just doing it while you're constantly educating yourself read as much as you can there's so much information on the internet you can learn you don't need a degree anymore you can literally learn everything online I taught myself how to, you know, file corporate, uh, complicated corporate and personal taxes for five different businesses. Like I just printed stuff off. I sat down and for two weeks I did nothing but read tax publications. But like, so you can do anything. I think um, it's just you got to have the confidence. Just, just go and do it. You definitely have the confidence <laughs> and you're so smart. So you have the total package. Yeah, so, <laughs> And I was listening to you last night when we were on the bus coming home from one of our trips talking to your daughter. You parent so well. Oh, my God, Elena. I was like, wow, she's awesome. You're a fun parent, but you're also very, it's like, it's not strict, but you're firm with your daughter and you know what's good for her. And you allow her to think for herself as well because you ask her questions if what she's 
doing, you're telling her to monitor her own behavior. Not many parents will do that. Achieving your goals and your dreams is really hard. And that's, you know, a lot of people will not go through the whole thing because we go through a lot of obstacles. How do you deal with anxiety and stress when you're going through the motions of the up and downs, especially as a parent, even just as an individual? I think you got to have a fatalist uh, type of uh, view on things as in like what's what's going to happen is going to happen. You really can't stress out about things that are out of control. And then I hate to keep repeating myself, but really passion is what gets you through all of that. If you're doing something very um, something that appeals to you. Also, no one should be afraid of failure. The best people, the most successful people have failed so many times and that is what taught them to be the way they are. So you might try a million things trying to find your passion or what you want to do and you might fail and that's okay. I mean, if you look at little one-year-old babies, what, when they learn how to walk, what is the one thing they do the most? They fall and they fall and they get up and they fall and they get up. So not being afraid of failure and again, not I, I wouldn't say that anyone should go into this and into our field looking to make money because it is so saturated and everyone is trying to uh, make money. Instead, you should just follow your skills and um, your passion. I think who was it? I think Megan said something along the lines of make your hobby your full-time job or like make your passion your full-time job. And I think that's, that's what we all are here for and I think anyone can do it. And that's why it's so amazing to be here in Vera Journeys because I am surrounded by so many women who are following their passions and their dreams and they're actually, they're doing really well at it. (laughs) So it's good to be around so many women who are very driven and you know anything is possible because you see it right in front of you. Let's fast forward to 50 years from now and you're looking back at your life, Elena. What do you want to be remembered for and what do you want your legacy to be? This is not going to be a very exciting answer because um, when I think about things like dying and stuff, the one thing that I think about is my daughter. Did I spend enough time with my daughter? And I think it's universal, honestly. People that we love and our friends and our family that surround us, this is really what the meaning of life is. So here we are chasing these dreams and these passions, which is great, but the one thing we should not forget is that at the end of the day, the most important thing is who you were surrounded by, who you were loved by, who you loved, and how you treated them and how much time you spent with them. I try really, really hard, and I'm not always successful uh, because I'm a very driven, productive person. So it, it's sometimes hard for me to balance things like a f- like family and friends and work because all I want to do is work because I, f- I find it fun. So that's something that's a conscious effort that I'm making to make sure that I spend enough time with my daughter and that my mind is not in work or thinking about the next things that I want to do, but it is on her. And this is why I include her as much as possible. Um, I travel with her now that she's in kindergarten. She can't uh, get off of school as easily, but we still try. Um, the whole summer, it's always uh, traveling with her. She's an amazing traveler. She's, she's been with me on so many trips, and I make sure that it continues. And the other thing is... I am a huge believer in involving your children in everything that you do. And she she understands what I do. And she helps me with photography. She helps me with videography. She helps me on trips. I try to treat her like an adult. And when she is older, I will absolutely help her set her up with... She's already been talking about doing blogs that she wants. So I'll set her up with all of that and make sure that she's following her own passion. So... 
so in the end, what I want to be when I'm 80, because I'm 33 right now, so 83, I want to look back and know that I lived my life to the fullest, but I also included my friends and family. So my offbeat life, I try really hard to make sure my friends are and family are also there. You definitely do that with your team right now. It's not just colleagues. You have friendships with them. It's amazing for me to see a mom like you because you're right. Children, when they see someone like you, and you're the most important thing in their life, and they, if they can see that their mom can do the impossible, quote unquote, that other people are saying, to them it's not impossible because they see it every day that you're doing it. So you're like the epitome of a role model for a child, and that's what your daughter has, and she's so lucky. <laughs> <laughs> to have that because a lot of people don't have it and this is why so many of us are really confused because we don't necessarily get that in our everyday life. Um, uh, my experience, you know, 14 years of starting businesses and running businesses, one thing that I have learned is that literally anything is possible. So yes, people look at our lives and they say it's impossible, but anything, you can do anything. So I often think about when my daughter comes to me and like she's, she's proposed several business uh, ideas. <laughs> she has. She has. She uh, she wants to start an adoption center for little uh, kitties, and she wants to, wants to start a school and be a principal. So she she's come to me uh, with some ideas, and I will never tell her you cannot do that. It's impossible. Which is something that I've heard from a lot of parents. Like a lot of my friends, their parents told them they can't be a pilot because they're too tall or their eyesight is not. It's and that just makes me so sad because truly, like anything you set your mind to is impossible you can overcome anything and do it you just got to have the passion and the drive and I think that's the most discouraging thing when it's somebody that you love and you care about telling you that and even as a little kid we remember so many things and it's crazy how much the people that we become as adults you can trace it back to when you were a little kid because of what happened. I love seeing moms like you truly, truly love it because I work with children and I see a lot of parents who are very like, oh, I can't do this because I'm a mom or there's so many obstacles. And I see someone like you, I'm like, yeah, okay, that's the type of mom I want to be. Just because you start having children doesn't mean your whole life stops. It's actually better for your kids to see that because they know they can become a parent like you and also be incredible entrepreneur or whatever they want to be in their life. Let's get to some fun questions. Okay. Some people like myself, I love nerding out on interviewing, inspiring people like you, hiking and collaborating. What about you? What do you nerd out on? My favorite activities, um, I'm a beach volleyball girl, so I play volleyball competitively. I've kind of gotten away from it in the last year because I've traveled just too much. But uh, prior to that, I was playing in tournaments. So that's, that's one of my things. I'm a big computer nerd, too. I love anything web design, photography. That's one of my biggest passion because I, I'm very, very visual, so I love photographing. And I love being in front of the camera as well. I just sometimes wish I could clone myself and be behind and in front of the camera at the same time because like I have the vision I've always loved video but it's just something that I've stayed away from because it just takes so much time to edit 
um, but this this retreat has really re-inspired me to get back into it. So I love reading books, anything uh, psychology related or self-improvement. Amassing knowledge, I consider that my hobby. So I try to learn as much as possible on all kinds of topics that would benefit my life, get other people's viewpoints. Um, so that's another thing. I wouldn't call gym my hobby per se, but you know, considering that I go there once a day uh, when I'm not traveling, it's definitely it. So biggest thing is volleyball and photography. I think that would be, and you know, daily mom. I I love it. So it's something that I nerd out on, even though it's my job. I love that <laughs> you nerd out on your job. Right. That, you know. <laughs> If you were given a one-minute ad slot in the Super Bowl and you can't sell it, what would you do with it? (laughs) Oh, my God. I would create an ad that helps children that don't have families and that are struggling. Being a mom, it really tugs on my uh, heartstrings when I see children who don't get enough opportunities or specifically enough love because really in the end not getting enough love in the beginning of your life is extremely detrimental so I don't know if it's silly but I think I would I would put an ad for children who are in need here in U.S. I mean I I think there's a lot of people that are taking care of children people um, in other countries and I think our U.S. children because we're considered a developed country they really don't get enough help. I work with children, early childhood, and it's so true. They need so much love and energy. That's why I really feel like stay-at-home moms are superheroes, because we need them. I think this is why there's a lot of issues now in our society, especially here in the United States, is because our kids are not being taught how to be good human beings. Raising a human being and doing it right is the most important thing you can do. So... I definitely agree with that, Lena. We all need love, and I think even if it's not a mom, if it's a dad, one parent, someone. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) What has been the most unusual job you've ever had, and what was the best lesson you've learned from it? I have never had a job. (laughs) I have only owned businesses. So out of all the businesses that I've owned, my... The most unusual one would probably might be my first one. See, growing up in Russia, we weren't really allowed to work until we were out of college for the most part, or if we didn't go to college 18, but like you didn't have teenage jobs. So I kind of took matters into my own hand and I scouted some parents of younger kids and said, hey, I'm going to tutor your kids, tutor in English. It's not, I know it's very common in the U.S. It's not something that was done in Russia. Kids just didn't earn money. So I would go to houses of very, very rich, well-off, what they called new Russians. And um, I would tutor, I would teach their kids English, which was a very interesting experience because, you know, being middle class in Russia and then seeing like literally just extravagant houses and apartments of the elite as a 16-year-old was a little, you know, mind-blowing. But that was that was my first business, and I think I kind of set off the chain of events of never wanting to really work for someone and always being either independent contractor, self-proprietor, or a business owner. So that's kind of the lesson I got from it. I'm so in awe of you right now. <laughs> I've never had a job. <laughs> I love it. I love it. No, but no, it's not pretentious at all. You learned how to live life at an early age. That's just how it is. (laughs) 
you have traveled to so many different places by yourself and obviously for your business. What has been the most life-changing meeting that has ever happened to you? I wouldn't call it per se life-changing, but one of the most important ones and um, ones that I look back at and I just smile, honestly, is just meeting Megan from Viar Journeys. You know, she, um, I, I meet a lot of people on press trips, a lot of journalists, and like her and I just really, really connected and she's such a wonderful human being. She is encouraging and uh, fun and she's a great friend and she's very inspirational, very, very helpful. And despite the fact that we don't live anywhere close close to each other we've managed to meet up pretty much every year and like stay in contact so yeah I wouldn't call it life-changing but it is a friendship that I really value and I really enjoyed and I'm happy that it happened and I'm so thankful that she invited us and we're here in her retreat because meeting you for me is life-changing I'm like oh my gosh this is what I want I'm gonna be a mom someday and this is what I want right here (laughs) what are you working on today that's really exciting to you well we are expanding so daily mom is expanding into little metro websites and we're also going to be opening uh, the daily man club so (laughs) yeah You like that? You like the name? (laughs) Yeah, so I'm super, super excited about bringing Daily Mom. Um, Well, we're going to have Daily Mom military. We're working on that right now. And then we're going to have Daily Mom in um, every city that we can put it in. So it's going to be basically more local events and uh, articles that uh, appeal to locals. So like Daily Mom Chicago, Daily Mom Naples, Daily Mom Miami. So I'm very, very excited about it. It's a lot of work. But I'm excited to do that. And I'm excited to start Daily Mom for Men because, or Daily Man, Daily Man Club is what we call it right now. Um, Because there's nothing out there for men online. I mean, you have the chive, right? Which is, again, it's just pure entertainment. You, You have girls butts there or or pretty pictures of you know things but that's like about it and there's some other blogs out there but there's nothing in terms of an online publication that would teach men things you know teach them how to date their women teach them how to dress teach them how to deal with their career give them advice on how to fix a garage door again like this everyday real life advice and I, I'm just really really excited uh, about breaking into that uh, um, field and uh, working on it because I think it would be good because I mean that's the direction it's going also from the marketing standpoint uh, you know more and more advertisers are moving their advertising budgets to online and the men are a very underserved market so it gets me very very excited you find these incredible niches and you just run with it you are awesome you're a great entrepreneur and you're also going to be the speaker for the next your journeys retreat can you tell us a little bit about that yes uh, i'm very excited about i'm very excited megan asked me to be the speaker i'm also very nervous of course at this point but it's all right i have a whole year to make a good outline and figure out what i'm going to be talking about but I think it's going to be really great because I have a lot of general knowledge that would help people, especially in the beginning of that process, whether it is just entrepreneurial, non-blogging related or blogging or video or photography or social media marketing. Because I've also owned businesses beyond being an influencer or social media market, I know I have a lot of knowledge when it comes to like the 
the gritty stuff, like incorporations, you know, the taxes, like all the stuff that entrepreneurs should know when they're going into, especially bloggers. So I would like to touch on all the little things that normally don't get talked about when it comes to starting a blog or starting a company from the very beginning to and going deep deeper into social media marketing or specific social media channels or you know finding your brand and also doing photography teaching people how to get better photos how to edit video and all that stuff so i mean we're going to of course uh, narrow things down figure out exactly what we want to offer but there's there's a lot of knowledge in my head that i would love to share and also inspire women to go and do things because like you said you know a lot of women are not don't have the confidence to to do it and it's just it's such an awesome life and it is possible and nothing makes me happier than having someone get inspired by what I'm saying and going and doing and succeeding so good example would be the two girls that I brought to this retreat you know Jessica and Kristen I taught Jessica photography as a member of our team and I taught all of our members photography and more than half of them went on to open their own photography business. So they got so good, they became professional photographers and grew from there on. And that makes me very, very happy to see because like I started them there, I pushed them in that direction, I taught them the basics and they took it off from there. So I would love to do that for more women. Well, you're already changing so many people's lives and I think that will be part of your legacy even though you didn't, (laughs) you don't know it, but you're already changing people's lives now. And this is why you are such an incredible person to be the next speaker for Vera Journeys. And I can't wait. So everybody go to the Offbeat Life to check out what Elena is going to be doing in Vera Journeys and when and where it's going to be. So we are so excited for that. Thank you so much, Elena, for joining me here today. And I'm so thankful for this retreat, for allowing us to meet each other. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. And I had a lot of fun actually talking to you. And I'm sure we're going to collaborate a lot more from here on out. If you want to know more about Elena, make sure to visit dailymom.com or her personal blog, everyavenuelife.com. And also make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com to get the extended interview with Elena, where she shares how to find your voice and brand as a blogger.